Hey guys, it's Jason Webb. This is the show that highlights local business leaders and the movers and shakers of Minnesota. Welcome to Minnesota Made. What's up, Minnesota? It's Jason Webb. I'm at American Pressure with Ben Hageman, one of the owners, the president, the general manager, holds many hats here. How you doing, Ben? Doing great, Jason. Thanks for coming out today. It was certainly fun to give you a tour of our facility. Yeah, so your building is quite deceiving, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. And the lovely Melanie is co-hosting with me again today. How are you doing, Melanie? I am great. How are you, Jason? I'm good, thank you. So, yeah, let's just jump into this. You know, I walk into this, uh, what appears to be a relatively modest size uh, retail-type setting on one of the more main streets in Robbinsdale, and, uh, you know, we get to talking and ask to go on a tour and we go downstairs and it's like another world opens up. It's like, holy cow, what is all this stuff down here? And during that tour, we uh, went through the service area, the inventory area, the went back upstairs, went through the shipping area, the retail area, the engineering area. And uh, you got a lot going on, man. And who would have thought... Okay, listen to this, guys. This is pressure washing experts to the nth degree, man. They got all kinds of things regarding, and I'm sure I'm going to screw up the technical terms and all this, but these are some badass pressure washers that you can clean just about anything, all right? And uh, I didn't even know a business like this. I, I mean, I guess I never thought about it, but I... I didn't realize a business like this so niche exists. Man, when it comes to cleaning and pressure washers and parts and abilities and applications, Ben, you guys got to figure it out. Thank you. I think one of the keys to that is loving what we do, and that kind of gets us to be experts because we always dig into the details and figure out ways to make things happen with water and heat. And one of the more interesting applications for pressure washing that you described is this, I think you called it hydro excavating. Is that the right term? Yep, that's one of the terms used. Uh, it's where water is used to, to basically turn the ground into mud, and then that mud sucked up. So a lot of these big trucks you see driving down the road basically are nothing more than a vacuum cleaner and a pressure washer, just really, really big. And that can prevent damage to utilities. A lot of uh, companies, uh, utility companies use them. There's, there's ways they can be very precise on the holes they dig, and it's very safe. Can you explain that process a little bit, the hydroxcombating? Well, it's, it's, to me, it's rather easy. I mean, I got a shop vac. I got a pressure washer, right? Yeah. So if I get my pressure washer out and start blasting dirt, while you hold the shop back and suck up the mud, dude, we're in business. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Right? All right. I think that's the sounds of a great YouTube video. <laughs> I'll be there to watch. Uh, but, but yeah, it is like that, except on a lot bigger scale, probably with a little bit less mess. <laughs> yes, yes. Much bigger scale, moving a lot more dirt. And, you know, <laughs> another thing during our little tour, uh, we got talking about like the typical homeowner and their pressure washers. Yes. And uh, I went through one because I forgot to winterize the damn thing and something cracked underneath and in the garbage it went. So I got another one and uh, it's it, it appears that some of these big box stores, I don't know, 
do I want to throw them under the bus? It's like they purposely design them almost to fail within a relatively short period of time. Yeah, I don't know if that's quite fair, but they do break pretty quick. <laughs> They're designed in a way based on price, and one big box store will want a lower price than the other one so they can beat their advertised price by a nickel or two, and that can literally cost hundreds of hours of service life. Wow. Having an employee here that's worked in that market before, he's familiar with their requirements and testing, and and um, I don't even know if we should say the, the amount of hours that a lot of those stores require they get designed to. Uh, but it's not very many. I, I Googled it, and wasn't it like 25 or 50 hours? That's that's Is probably that pretty, pretty close to yeah. numbers I've heard, too. <laughs> and for a lot of people, that might fit their needs. But we're a lot more industrial here. So if you're if you're serious about wanting something to use around your house or, or in your business, we've got stuff that will last you decades, years, and we've got the parts to support it. So unlike yours where you just throw it away, it can be fixed. Uh, so, okay, let me repeat this. So... That pressure washer in your garage that you may have purchased from a big box store, from what I understand, and I'm not, you know, you can Google it. That thing is designed to last like for 25 to 50 hours of usage. And then it's kaput and then you got to go buy a new one. Yep. Depending on the model and the there's there's different different specs, but not very long. Huh. All right. Let's talk about the history, man. American Pressure located in Robbinsdale. How did a, a, such a niche business come about? I, I mean, I can't imagine myself sitting around and being like, you know, I, I'm going to start a business and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the badass of pressure washers. And when it comes to pressure washers, I'm going to be the king. Like, how did this all come about? Well, it's a long story, <laughs> but, but it starts back in the 70s. Actually, my, my great uncle, I own the company with my brother, Josiah, and our great uncle, Virgil, uh, had a company, and he had a salesman. And uh, they're more of an industrial company. They brought on pressure washers and steam cleaners as a sideline. Hmm. That salesman was was doing great selling them, and one day he decided, well, he's going to quit and start his own company to to compete with his former employee. Okay. Or employer, excuse me. And, and they uh, then they got together, had lunch, made an agreement to buy out the inventory, and American Pressure was founded from that split off. And uh, our family got back involved with it. My dad needed a job in the in the 1980s, and they had an opening as a salesman. And then my parents worked here, started managing it, purchased the business so the original owners could retire. And my brother and I bought them out when they retired uh, about five years ago now. Okay, so it started like, I think you said 76? 1976, yep. And then your dad started working in the mid-80s? Mid-80s, late 80s, 89. And uh, your mom also started working here? Yeah, about 94. And then they're like, what's this buy this thing? Uh, the other owners were like, we need to retire. What are we going to do? And yeah. they needed to keep having jobs. So yeah. it was either buy it or, oh. or, 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 I guess, get back in the soup line, if you will. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then uh, you and your brother, Josiah. Josiah's in the room, actually. He's uh, supervising, making sure we behave. How are you doing, Josiah? Great, thank I you. got the thumbs up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you and uh, Josiah been involved in the business? I know you said uh, you purchased it about five years ago, right? Yep. I, I, about five years ago, we purchased it. I'm the, uh, I worked for the original owners before my parents purchased it in 1997 through high school, through college, and uh, just loved what I do, so I stayed with it. But I've been working here since the mid-90s, and Josiah on and off uh, shortly thereafter, probably early 2000s. So we've got a lot of history in this industry, and we... We know the industry well. So is this all you've done? I mean, did, did you were you involved in any other kind of careers earlier on, or did you go like straight from high school to 
American pressure. Well, I did spend uh, spend some time getting a bachelor's degree in computer science and decided I didn't want to sit behind a desk all day. And of course, like every college student, odd jobs, janitor, mowing lawns, that kind of stuff. But as a career professionally full-time, this has been my only only uh, vocation. And my brother, who's in the room and quiet, now I can say anything I want about him. He doesn't have he's, a mic. He has no voice. He's kind of giving me that look back. like, um, <laughs> you're going to pay for this later. No, he, he's in sports medicine for a while, got his master's degree, oh, wow. and uh, decided this was the place to come back to. Mm. Looks like you work out, Josiah. Is that right? You look a little jacked. You like the bench press, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. It's lucky right. there's not a small car in the room or he'd be throwing it at us right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your day-to-day look like? Um, uh, being in the position you are now as one of the owners of American Pressure, what do you spend most of your time doing? Are you in sales or managing employees little of everything. We've got such a great crew here. There's not a lot of management that's required. Um, they know what they're doing. They're dedicated. So that makes it easier. So my job's really to have fun, make new products. I want that job. Right. Come that on, apply. Awesome. We're ready. <laughs> I do have that job. Um, no, but we do have a lot of fun here. Uh, one of our values is actually is fun. Why would you want to come to work at a place that's no fun and miserable yeah. all the time? Love that. So so we have fun. We, we try to do new products, but we try to listen to our customers. So our day is is listening to the customers, and that can be in fellow employees, too. They're really a customer. You want to take care of them, listen mm. to their needs, and do that, and that's pretty much my day. Mm. All right. Not so bad. what's your favorite part about what you do with pressure washers? Oh, definitely looking at new new innovations and things like that, ways to, to do things that haven't been done before, we've never done before. Um, What's, What's an example? Newest? What's yeah. an example of one of those? Yeah, yeah. That Lowry Tunnel example is pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, we, we, we did that, uh, helped the state kind of with the system there to clean the Lowry Tunnel themselves. There's, uh, um, I think there needs to be a big disclaimer before some of them that are going through my mind get repeated. Um, but we, we've done some interesting things with fuel and spraying fuel. Uh, that would definitely be fun. Spray, um, spraying fuel out of a pressure washer type yeah, thing? Yeah, at high temperatures. But we won't get into the details of that. <laughs> I was but, say, uh, we that verified for? it was good. The reason for that application was it was a, a place where water contamination would have been bad. They were cleaning uh, fuel reservoirs and things like oh. that. And if they could spray and heat fuel, they could clean with that and not have to eliminate the water from the waste stream that was coming out. So they could uh. have a huge, huge savings there. That project worked really well. That's kind of one of the the more out there ones. See, uh, I was going to tie that fuel sprayer back to one of you, that core value of having fun. Mm-hmm. That thing sounds like it could be like a pretty cool party trick. It could <laughs> be. And, you know, a few hundred extra degrees, we'd have a giant flamethrower. We didn't actually bring it to that level, but we talked about <laughs> playing with it a little bit. Um, but That's what I pictured now we're talking. Anyways. Now we're talking. <laughs> and anything with steam is fun, too. We've got the Arctic steamer for ice dams, but we do a lot of other applications. When, when you've got a steam cleaner that's up to like 290 degrees, the cool thing is the steam expands. So you can fill a void quickly because you've got 30, 50 gallons per minute of steam coming out for every gallon of water you put in. So you can inflate a balloon with it, let's say. So there's a lot of different ways that can be used to clean and do some interesting things. Okay, ice dams. Is that what they're removing them with, is steam or is it hot water? Hot water is not a good thing to remove an ice dam with. Steam is gentle like a cloud and it won't take the granules off the roof. And protects the surface, so no further damage. Remove the ice, remove the problem. And from the insurance side of things, that's uh, that's a real mm. good thing if you don't have to replace a whole roof afterwards, I'm guessing. Yes. We've got many of those units out there all over the country and into foreign countries as well. Now, Ben, did you just say it's gentle 
like a cloud? Mm -hmm. yeah. I did. Like a badass, <laughs> powerful, hot cloud that melts through ice, okay. but then doesn't do anything else. Yeah. So I get ice dams in my house, and they suck. And it actually caused a bunch of leaking inside of my house. And, uh, you know, I just try to be diligent at removing snowfall as it came down, the new snow. And eventually it went away, of course. But that's no joke, man. They, they, the, the ice dams wreak havoc. And let's say, you know, I want to get in the business of removing ice dams. Is that a relatively simple process? If I want to, instead of American pressure on my business card, it says ice dam experts called Jason Webb. I could buy one of your units and get into business of removing ice dams in winter? Absolutely. We don't remove any ice dams. We sell the equipment and educate people. So we make it a simple process for you. We've got training DVD that comes with what we do. We've got uh, numerous handouts. You're mixing cold weather with water that freezes, fuel, antifreeze, all these things. We yeah. make it really simple so that you can start up that business because how long was the ice dam on your roof? A few weeks? Uh, it was a while, man. So it it's a, a while. It's a quick season where there's work. Um, yeah. So every couple of years, you you go out, you uh, remove ice dams. You got to remember how to do it again. So that's why we've got all the training to go with it too. Nice it's the key to success. So what are all the things you do here? You are. It sounds like mostly a distributor. Is that right? A lot of uh, we distribute our own designs, and we're getting more and more into manufacturing custom designs. So you also do installation. Installation, yeah, everything. A lot of everything. Service, is service, yeah. yeah. In in field, we'll come to you. So if you've got that machine in your garage or in your shop, our service techs come out with all the parts oh, to fix your machine. That's handy. And where are you guys doing business? Is it just basically here, you know, in a certain radius in Minnesota? Or are you you know doing business all over the country or? We do different types of business in different places. So in Minnesota here, three, four hours from our shop, even five hours from our shop, you can see our service technicians, you can see install crews, and you can see our product. Once you start to get beyond that four to five hours, it gets pretty expensive to send people. Mm -hmm. We do do uh, occasionally like that, but um, most of what we'll do is provide parts and solutions. We just uh, sent a machine that I believe washes conveyors for potato processing to Brazil earlier this year. So mm. we designed it with a local company, built it, and they shipped it off to Brazil and that. So so your unit's washing potatoes in Brazil? It's washing the conveyor, conveyor. for potatoes in Brazil. Okay. But there might be some potatoes washed at a, at a local uh, potato chip manufacturing facility here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah? they got to yeah. get the dirt off somehow. Nobody wants to eat a dirty potato chip. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. So, okay, can you tell me a little bit more about the journey of your parents buying the business, like the size of the business at the time, how many employees, were there peaks and valleys as far as the busyness of the business? Um, are you in a continual growth or has there been a, like a, a much busier time in the past and then things have slowed down? You know, I think a lot of people that when they think of a business owner, they think, of, oh, man, they're living in a big mansion and making all kinds of money and things are hunky-dory. Like what has been the process like of becoming involved in the business and getting to the point where you are now? I think you said you're right around 15 employees. Is that right? Yeah, about that. And 
every day I wonder what's going tomorrow going to bring. Are we going to have business that that keeps our lights on? So I like that big mansion analogy, but I don't think it happens that much in the real world without uh, <laughs> without some hard work. But it's it's been growth. Typically, we've been very blessed that if we have a good growth year, we retain most of that growth the next year. So there's been a little bit of up and down. 2020 was down from 19, but 19 was great. Mm. Uh, so there's always something else that can be done to help people. As long as we take care of our customers, I've got the feeling we're going to be in business a long time. What's your typical customer look like? If uh, Let's say there's a bunch of people listening to this podcast and they're thinking about a pressure washer of some sort. What, what kind of uh, industries do you cater to? What's a, I don't know, probably don't have a typical customer, but what are some of the more common customers that you speak with? Well, if anybody's listening to this podcast and wants a pressure washer, what our customer looks like is what they'll see in the mirror. So they need to go mm. over to the mirror, oh, that's nice. see themselves, give us a call. But we have a wide variety, pretty much every industry, any place there's anything dirty, we've got product. And it can be custom and it, and it can be something that's never been done before if there's something that, that needs to happen. Uh, in emerging markets, there's always interesting new things. Okay, so both residential and commercial, it don't matter. No, we'll, we'll help them all. And as far as the location of them, again, I know there's a driving radius as far as service is concerned, but uh, can they order your products online and have them shipped to them? Yep, they can go right to our website, order products there at AmericanPressureInc.com. We ship them out, they call us up, we'll help them figure out what they need. A lot of times, uh, like in your case with your broken washer, you might have given us a call. We might have said, you know, we've got a replacement pump for $150, maybe you'll be back in business Mm -hmm. and uh, save a little bit. Maybe you'll be better off to throw it away. But We like to be there to hear their situation so we can help them. Gotcha. Well, that's really interesting. So and I, I want to also remind people you do custom work. So if there's a, I guess, less typical application and you can't buy it on the market, talk to you guys. you got an engineering department you can fabricate right here on site and uh, yes. make it happen. Yes, we can do uh, pretty much anything imaginable. And then yeah. it just matches up with budget. If, if you want the sky, sometimes it costs the sky. But a lot of times there's a better way to do things. What's the future bringing? You know, any big plans for the future? And you want to get in anything special or expand or open a second location or anything like that you want to share? Well, those all sound like great things. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're working on some products pretty hard that aren't quite ready for release yet that should bring some good revolution to how chemicals are injected by a trigger gun. Getting kind of technical there, but uh, there's two-step washing where you put in an acid and then you're done with that, you put in a base. We've got some products that we're looking at there that should be pretty revolutionary. And, uh, On the solution side. Yep, solutions always trying to uh, make somebody's job easier. Better tools means you get the job done better. One thing you mentioned earlier, too, that uh, I found you know, smart is that during COVID, you guys pivoted a little bit, right? Yeah. And uh, what, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so last year, we didn't know what the, the world would bring. And we, we looked at our if, if all of our business dries up that we have now, what what is it in a lockdown society? Um, so we came out with our own Mr. Card, and we built it based on available product to work effectively. So everybody else was saying, we don't have any sprayers, we don't have any of this, we don't have any of that. We said, how can we use what we have to build something that works better? So we had a atomizing Mr. that ran about 500 PSI that could coat a surface much faster than the things that people were out of. Mm. And we also added disinfectants to our lineup then and did some other things, and that was... Uh, uh, definitely a focus of our business uh, early last year in 2020. Now, you said that the bleach additive has, I don't know, increased in popularity. Do you think that's yeah. due to the COVID? No, probably not. That was more of an exterior thing called soft washing by a lot of people where sodium hypochloride or a bleach will be added to a water stream with a special surfactant blend. So basically the right chemicals to make everything wetter and work. Mm-hmm. And it's sprayed on a house 
and then rinsed off, and it and it gives you a pretty clean look pretty fast. Ah, gotcha. So that's a newer market out there and chemical-driven market, but it's very uh, a growth market as well in this region. Now, if you have plants around the house, do you recommend doing that process? or I'd say that's a professional-only process, ah. and they have techniques where they're watching where your neighbors are, or they should be watching these things, <laughs> where your neighbors are, what kind of plant life you had. You know, you wet a plant, it kind of closes it up so that it's not looking to take in take in things. Uh, bleach dissipates very quickly with organics, but it's also very lethal to plant life and humans mm-hmm. if it's not used safely. So it's something that only a professional should probably be doing compared to pressure washing with just, just water. You know, buy, buy the pressure washer here, buy it at a big box store, with a little bit, it's still a dangerous tool, You can, but you can still do it. But when you start adding some of the chemistry in and you don't know what you're doing, you could end up with a dead right. dead tree, dead bush, dead yard, or or worse. Right, some dead bunnies. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> no dead bunnies. No dead, dead bunnies. Dead bunnies are please. bad? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so let's bring this home. Ben, did I forget anything you want to mention about American pressure? that you want to make sure everybody knows about, or did we get it all covered? I think you got it all covered pretty good, and I really appreciate you getting to know our business as we did this. Josiah, did I forget anything? I got it? Thumbs up again. All right, man. Okay, so here it is, guys. American Pressure, Inc., located in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. They got a 1-800 number you can call if you have questions. That's 1-800-544-0836. Again, that's 800 544 Three six, and there's the website. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> www.americanpressureinc.com. Again, that's americanpressureinc.com. Check them out, guys. If you have any cleaning needs that you think a what that water under pressure could solve, or you need a gentle cloud of steam, <laughs> these are the guys. American Pressure. Ben, thank you for your time, man. You did a great job. Thank you. Thanks, Melanie. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. That's it, guys. If you know of a Minnesota business leader or a mover and shaker that you feel would be a great guest, please have them go to minnesotamadepodcast.com and have them apply for the show. Thanks for listening, Minnesota.